Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. website for details. Welcome to T25CL Entertainment, Galaxy Talk Radio. United We Stand is the name of my show. I'm your host, Galaxy Chief, Andre Ward. It's Saturday, August 24, 2019. The time is currently 10.09 a.m. here on the West Coast. Let's go over some global temperatures. It's 62 degrees here in Oakland, 73 in Los Angeles, 77 in Tulsa, 74 in New York, 85 in London, 82 in Lagos, Nigeria, and 65 in Nairobi, Kenya. Let's go over a few things about who we are, just in case some of you don't know who we are. T25CL Entertainment is your platform for digital entertainment. Please listen to our 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week radio show featuring jazz, R&B, blues, international, hip-hop, and gospel music. Check out the many music artists with available CDs for downloading to your listening devices. We have four radio talk shows. Monday, we have Compton Politics with Lorenzo Murphy. Returning soon will be the mothership with Dr. Ninana Kwaku. That'll be on Tuesday nights. On Wednesdays, we have the star of United We Stand, Rosalind Jordan Mills in Rosalind's Corner. And on Saturday, my show, United We Stand, with yours truly. Check out our website for times and login information for each show. We here at Galaxy Talk Radio are not professional broadcasters. We offer a platform for independent artists, filmmakers, and writers to advertise what they do and also for the listening audience to call in and meet our artists as well as expressing themselves on what is going on in the world. As you know, my show, United We Stand, was named after our film, United We Stand. But the intent was to bring attention to the black economy on a global basis. Our intent is to reach across America and across the globe to build a universal economy and to make new trading partners abroad. As I've said before, our spending capacity here in the United States is about $1.3 trillion annually, would be the equivalent to the seventh greatest economy in the world. The problem is the circulation of our wealth in our economies and with black-owned businesses in the United States and black-owned black corporate crime. When dollars are not recirculated and invested in the community, we have business failures and massive unemployment as we do today. Please visit our website at www.t25co.com. Listen to the free 30-second clip of our music artists such as Charles Small, Brenda Lee Edgar, Mark Allen Felton, Rosalind Jordan Mills, Ranzel Merritt, Myron Edwards, Hunk Brownie, Cartier Jones, and Mr. Gates, Kimba, Young Bobby and Lexi, Wally Taylor, Chet Wills, Cleveland Jones and the Five Tempting Men, Leroy Wainwright. Check out the KF Choice trailer and rent the film. Also, the one we are most proud of is United We Stand.
for those of you listening in on our website, if you want to call in and ask questions or make comments, call 605-562-0444. Our show code is 139283, or log in by by our website, and you can view the broadcast on your computer. This segment of our opening is usually what is going on in the world. Today, we want to focus on one thing, and that's the implosion of the black family. We have previously talked about black-on-black crime and black-on-black corporate crime, as we always do. Last week, we had a great show as we discussed the implosion of the black family in America. And I want to continue that discussion again today. And before we get into our subject matter, we will be off the air next week because of the holiday weekend. But coming up on my next show, I have a good friend of mine from uh, Los Angeles, Patricia Moore. And she will be discussing reparations. It's been a controversial issue since the emancipation. It is now a political topic in uh, the 2020 presidential race. And we are looking to have Miss Moore here on our show. So we really want to have a, a, a packed board on that one because it's going to be a very inspiring thing because uh, down there in L.A., they're very progressive. And they are working along formulating these uh, political action committees. And um, I believe a few of the candidates that are running for president, of course, on the Democratic side, are going to be uh, discussing this issue of reparations. So I really want you guys to be uh, uh, prepared for that one. So as we get into it today, and as we discussed last week, why is it difficult for black families to live and work together? Why can't we do business together? What happened to the old days when black families had Sunday dinners after church? What happened to the black family barbecues and the holiday gatherings? How come after inheritances, the ugliness comes out in the siblings? Why is it easy for hatred of self and kind to prevail? And that's a a very important point, because why is it? that we have this hatred of self and kind and this convenient hatred of those that are closest to us. We seem to espouse this hatred when it's a brother or sister or even a mother or a father. There was a situation here a few weeks ago uh, where the police got called on this young brother and uh, they arrested him because he pulled a gun on his mother, and this was in North Oakland, pulled a gun and threatened to kill his mother. And we see these sort of, of, of things happening nowadays. And, and then when it gets into inheritances, and a, you have uh, uh, these living trusts and trusts set up, and now people are put into a position of power and authority and the power that they've never had before and now they have it with a few trinkets knowing that people are watching every step they make and watching for their implosion 
because what they're going to do is come right back around when these foolish children lose their property. Everybody is waiting to pick the properties up. But we seem like we want to continue to follow down this road of destruction. And instead of when you uh, get these little small positions of power, it may be artificial in some form or fashion, but now you're in charge of property, you're in real estate, you're in charge of maybe even your own brothers and sisters, but now you don't even know how to deal with this because you've never done this before. You've never been in this position. You see it on television and uh, you might see it on the plantation where you work at when the master is steadily whooping your ass with a, a whip or something. Yeah, you're good with that. But now when you get a little power, a little authority, yeah, you're going to do the same thing with, with the whip. But who are you going to do it on? You're going to do it with somebody who has your bloodline, who, who looks like you. But you, you, you'll do this to someone who's close to you, but you will never come up against an open enemy in any way, form, or fashion. So therefore, you take out these hidden regressions from others and what has happened to us historically, and you feel free to exercise this authority on someone who is dear and who is close to you. Uh, a friend of mine as an attorney said the other day, uh, trusts weren't meant for black folks. And we know what he means by that. It just seems as though when we fall into something that is a, a degree that we don't have familiarity with, what do we do? Instead of getting out here and getting some professional advice or trying to learn something or try to get some degree of an education or taking a class or something somewhere, what do we want to do? We want to destroy. We will destroy something that we don't understand. Anybody with a degree of intelligentsia who has a half a brain, some degree of sense will reach out. And all of us, none of us here know everything. We don't know every damn thing. I'm always talking to professionals all the time and, and getting information. You, learning is a daily thing. You don't stop learning once you graduate high school. You don't stop learning when you get a Bachelor of Arts or a Bachelor of Science or a Master's or a PhD. This is why even in the field of law, in the field of medicine, in the field of accountancy, in the field of architecture and engineering, psychiatry, you're going to always be practicing because you will never, ever perfect it. This is why you go to continuing education to learn the new trends of what's happening in your given profession even in the construction field. I don't care if you're out building homes, you have a general contractor. Sometimes things change, the laws change at the state level. And so therefore you have to go and upgrade your skills. And you can't bring Negroism into a business that you just inherited. Brothers and sisters, those of you that are listening and those of you who will be listening to the the, the replay, you know, you hold this, 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 this destiny in your hands. You don't have to be a fool. You don't have to be an idiot. You don't have to be that way. If you get, fall into something that falls into your lap that could be a blessing to you and your family, 
learn more about it and what you can do to enhance it, not to destroy it, enhance it. And it's okay if you don't understand something. So don't sit up here and try to hide ignorance with demagoguery. You shouldn't do that. Reach out. Get some help. Find out uh, what you don't know. There's nothing wrong with reaching out for help. Let me see if my brother, Dr. Kwaku, is You're around. Going, at the same time. A little bit. Dr. Kwaku. Yes, brother. Good morning. How are you? I'm cool, man. Welcome to United We Stand. How goes it, brother? Oh, man. I was just listening to your... Uh, I've lost the word this morning, but I was just listening to your little thing that you were doing there and uh you know i concur with you 100 percent it's uh it's a uh, very important you know the beginning of any uh, freedom for our people or any group on the planet for that matter is is the true knowledge of self mm-hmm. when people are confused and 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 using all these terminologies to describe who they are people of color I'm part of this, I'm part of that, or coding, as they use the new word is coding, when people run around trying to do some, be somebody that they're not. As long as we have that as a, as a premise, you know, that we adhere to, then we're going to be a subject to the things that we know. And, you know, when we see people doing things, and we say, well, wow, I don't understand why they're doing it. That's what they know. That's what they've been taught. So we can't really we can you know be condemnational about that kind of process excuse me because people do what they know we need before we can even talk about reparations before we can talk about anything we got to talk about who we are you know where do we come from what is our purpose you know what is our the ultimate design of where we originated from Excuse me, but yeah, man, I'm, I gotta give you some water. You go ahead on and carry the show on, and I'll be right here and I'll be right back, okay? Okay, Doc, go ahead and, and uh, get your water. And so, for those of you who may have even just tuned in late, uh, the discussion is the implosion of the, the black family here in America. And this is part two of this discussion. And so, um, we did have a lively discussion. Uh, last week on the subject matter, but uh, it just seems as though when our people come into a, a position of authority and a power that they've never had before, they don't know how to use it. So if you don't use it properly, you abuse it and you destroy it from within. And when you destroy it from within, not only are you destroying that business, not only are you destroying property, not only are you destroying assets you you're just destroying the relationship of the family structure as a whole and and like i said in my opening if you don't understand what you have just inherited there is nothing wrong at all to reaching out to professionals who do know and get some advice get some opinions go to a local jc take up a class 
learn something before you destroy something. Uh, you kind of see this sort of stuff in, in some of the movies where some of these uh, rich crooks get out here and threaten to destroy the whole world. If you don't pay uh, a ransom uh, or something, then I'll shoot up a bomb and, and blow everything up. And before you have anything, we all going to go down together. And so um, this is, is very prevalent in in the black family we talk about black family because this is is our family other families uh, may have their own set of issues but we have to discuss what is happening here with uh self and, and kind and so let's let's go while we're waiting on dr Quaku, i think we have sister rise on the line from la what's happening my sister hi good morning how is everyone doing Oh, it's all good. It's all good. I'm just doing my Saturday morning uh, venting um, routine, and so uh, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah. I am driving, but I'm listening in. Oh, okay. How are you, Miss Rod? Oh, hi there, Doctor Quaku. How have you been, sir? Oh, I'm doing great. Still getting up every day. Uh, fighting this war we in, and I, I do mean war. Oh, man, that's war right. For our, war for our souls, it's a war for our spirit. And uh, yes. until we realize that uh, you can't win a war you're not prepared for, so we have to get people prepared. Yes, sir, I agree, I agree. How are you, how you doing, sister? I'm doing yeah. very well. It's been busy, you know, doing so much in uh just keeping my head above water, just taking it day by day. Been a blessing. Great, yeah. great to hear from you again. Good to right. hear from you as well. Yeah. Oh, Doc, when are you going to start doing your show again? Um, I'm looking at. Uh, I want to say. Um, had a couple of things working. We're going to be doing it on Tuesday nights, right? So I'm looking at, say, the the 10th of September, you know, because we want to have it lined up. Because right now I have uh, uh, Phyllis, who's going to be coming on with me part of the time, uh, sending out emails to all the different people and, you know, just trying to set up so that we have some regular guests on so we don't have to go on here and ad-lib and and do our our thing every week. We can get the opinions of other people, and and not only that, we have more people involved in the conversation, and that's what it's yeah. all about. Yeah, yeah. Because so, uh, I know on my next show, uh, we're definitely going to have a lot of people involved uh, with this reparation situation, too, and uh, with this sister out of L.A. who is spearheading up this this group down there. She used to be uh, Mervyn Dimely's. Uh, right-hand person and so um, they uh, they doing something right now but I've, I got a lot of questions regarding this reparations thing as well too it's it, you know what are you asking for how are you going to measure this and how is reparations going to be measured and distributed and all that who qualifies for it you know and how far do you have to be removed from slavery to even yeah. uh, qualify for it. So it's a lot of well, questions about it, reparations because we're 160 years out. 
Well, see, that doesn't really matter. The thing of it is, I think what we get bogged down is this whole conversation about how are we going to decide who gets what. I think it's plain as the nose on our face who have profited from the past behaviors of, of, of America and, and the enslavement of people. Uh, to be wasting energy discussing who's going to get what, it's not a problem to find out who's what and who originated from where. I mean, we have all kinds of scientific stuff now that can validate and prove. You know, at one time I know there was an organization out of Atlanta said that you, if you could prove that you were the direct descendants of slaves, then you would be in line for that. But mm-hmm. because of people are so mixed up these days in terms of cross, you know, intersecting, that you would not be able to tell by those scientific things. You would almost have to, very few people would be have access because very few of us can go back and get people who we know were in slavery and we have a direct bloodline from that particular group. Mm-hmm. Most of us are so mixed up that there would be an impossibility. So what we should be talking about is all the other groups on this planet that have been paid for their inhumane treatment, for their wrong uh, put upon them. And, and we are the one group that we've been having a 200-year discussion about something, you know, about the death of and, uh, you know, I think what the whole objective is to, get, to keep us talking another 200 years. You know, because I was listening to your boy uh, the other day. What is it called? Um, Moscow Mitch? Moscow Mitch. Talking, <laughs> yeah. He was talking about he wasn't alive when slavery was in, instituted. So oh, he didn't have any responsibility to it. There's a whole lot of people wasn't alive, but affected directly by it. And for an intelligent man, supposedly intelligent man, to make a statement like this shows you the irony and, and, and how, you know, they, they use these things to try to distract. And, and the, the bad part about it is so many people are influenced by all these distractions. So we can't get down to the real nitty-gritty is that they owe a debt that has not been paid. That should be our only concern. You need to... Whoever's going to decide how it's going to be divvied up, let's not worry about that. Let's put the money in the pots the way they do for every other group that they have done harm to. When they put the Japanese in the internment camps, they still plan them. They dropped a bomb in uh, Hiroshima. They still plan them. You know, uh, they didn't do anything to the so-called Jews of Israel, but uh, we we put $40 billion a year or more uh, to the upkeep of Israel. So why is it that the only group that can't seem to get recognized as, as being harmed is the only group that still has to be in dialogue about whether or not we have to decide whether or not uh, there's a way for us to economically uh, divvy up the, the pie? Let let, 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 yeah, let, let me jump on that for a second, something you had said earlier, too. Is is part of our problem, which is is sort of like we, even with our subject matter, is ourselves, because as you know, Doc, you've been over here several times. You you've seen, I got relatives that were on the plantation. I got pictures of, so I got mm-hmm. verifiable proof of my relationship to the plantation, and so um, yeah. and then all the relatives in between, 
And so part of our problem is why we're having these other problems still this day in the year 2019 of hatred and self and kind, because a lot of our people don't even bother to dig into their own history. And and well, I don't care if you're living in Chicago, New York, Baltimore, whatever, somewhere, if, if, if you're tied to us, if you're part of the diaspora, you tie back to one of those southern slave states in some way, form, or fashion. And if you tie back to those slave states, it ties back to somebody's plantation and somebody's ownership. And all of us here in this country should have some degree of documentation of who our great-great-grandparents were. You can find this information out if you spend the time and inclination to dig it up. It's sort of like getting prepared for uh, a law case. Uh, you know, you got to start getting yeah. your discovery but, together. It, it, like you said, yeah, you well, yeah. say I'm Irish and French and all this other stuff, but they'll never say that they're African. Well, here's the other thing. It's not that difficult. You can, you Have you ever been to the Mormon Temple up there in Oakland? No, I know about the database, though. That's going to be one of my next destination points. They yep. have a database of, of people who yep. were legal slaves. We have to differentiate between legal slaves and illegal slaves. Yep. Some people owned slaves, and they bought them on the black market, and they bought them on the black market because they would have had to pay taxes on them. They didn't want to pay taxes. So mm -hmm. these people are going to have a more difficult time trying to track, you know, their stuff through one of these systems. But the reality of it is I went up there, but I knew my grandfather. My grandfather died when he was 107 years old. He was owned in the state of Virginia. You know, so I don't have a problem tracking my people, and you don't have a problem tracking your people. But mm. there are a lot of people who don't have those kind of connections, but they wouldn't even have to have those kind of connections if they would just go out and see. It is a shame that a, an organization like the Mormons, who certainly propagated racial overtones toward any people of color up until, you know, a few years ago. They have a record up there, a library of people people who were legal slaves in this country. And all people have to do is just do some investigating on your own into your own family dynamic and get some names from somewhere. And you can start with your own name. Your name came from somewhere. You know, that is not a true name that would be given to a person who was from Africa. Right. So but, but we don't want to waste time investigating. And I guess one of the other things, too, is that we've had so much distorted history about the whole process of the, the building of America, the building of Rome, the building of Greece. We've had so much fake and, and, and what I call prejudice information put out there on the historical context. So it, it turns people off. They don't wanna they don't wanna get into it. But sometimes you gotta as the person say, if you're eating fish, you know, you gotta learn how to eat it and, and, and spit the bones out. You don't wanna swallow the bones and get choked to death. Yeah. We have to go through that process of learning the stuff that we don't want to learn in order to get to the stuff what we need. And but, and that takes patience, and that takes a, 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 a kind of tenacity that I want to know who I am. I want to know where I come from. I want to know what what potential is there for me. You know, uh, what what am I? You know, 
and 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 who decides that? The more we read, the more we learn about history, the more we study, the more we are able to make what we call original thinking. You you begin thinking for yourself at some point, but if you've been totally in, in, indoctrinated with the whole Western philosophy, the whole Western educational process, then for all intents and purposes, you may be uh, black as a blackboard, but your brain is totally whitewashed. <laughs> you know? Let me ask you this: Your experience up at the Mormon Temple when you get up, when you pay a fee, right? And then no, what did he... I don't know what it is now, but when I went up there, it was free. Is that right? And and they yeah, give you well, a, I, I... a computer workstation to work at, and you can dig into your your history. Is that the yeah, way it works? Just, if you, you you need some names or something from somewhere back in there. So I went in there and punched my grandfather's name in there, and I found people. And this you know? um, well, okay. Let me. Sorry about that. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I said at that time, it's been a few years since I've been up there, but at that time, they didn't charge nothing. Okay. That's what made me go up there. Yeah. And I was yeah. walking down the street from there, uh-huh. and somebody told me about it, and I said, I'm going to there and investigate. And I went up there, and I looked through it to see if it was really true, and it's true. Um. Did they have plantation records in their database? What yeah, what they'll have is like who owned who, what plantation the person was on. If you have names that trace back to a specific era, you can say, where was your 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 folks of slaves at? If they were slaves in Tennessee. And then they would track those names that you, if you had some family name that was passed down from your grandmother or great-grandmother, somebody, you could put that in, and it would show up if they uh, if they were legitimately offsprings from that particular group. Yeah, because, see, I've, in, in my genetic research, you know, I can go back to, like, you know, two great-grandfathers, uh, great-great-grandmother. But then I just run into a wall, and I've been meaning to go up to the Mormon temple because I know they have an extensive database there of, of everybody. Um, did those slave owners with, with their uh, slave records, did they turn those records over to the feds, or did the Mormons just, were they able to just get a hold of some of those slave records? Well, you know, and that's the thing. I don't know whether they were were documents that they re- retrieved from the government or maybe they were just keeping these records on their own because you have to understand, if you if you study the history of, of the Mormons, at one time they didn't even want uh, black people to even, you couldn't even belong to their church. Right, I don't know. I know. If you know yeah, they first had their first uh, black uh, preacher or something in that group. In mm-hmm. fact, and the, the thing that's so bad about it is I was talking to a white brother one night, and we were ta- he was calling me up because he had saw some stuff that I had written, and he was talking to me about the, the Mormons, that the Mormons wasn't racist. And I, I quoted to him stuff directly from his biblical text that demonstrated that they were a, a racist group. 
And this guy was a member, and he didn't know it. He, he really thanked me. He said, man, I did not know that this was even in there. And he was trying to challenge me because I had put something out on the social media. And I told him, I, I told him, showed him where he could go back to his own Bible because they keep changing these Bibles because they be trying to erase all of these racial overtones that they have had in these books down through the generations. Mm-hmm. And eventually they'll be completely cleaned up where they can say, oh, no, that was never us because the Mormons used to say that. Yeah. But this yeah. guy, he me, man, he said, man, I really appreciate it. He said, because I certainly did not know that that was in the Bible. And so, Boy. you know, how the, the, the Mormons happened to start keeping them records. And then there are other groups that kept records. They, uh, what's the, there's another group out there, and the, the, the so-called Quakers. Yeah. Some yeah. of them kept, kept, kept records. Yeah. It's a strange thing that everybody kept records of us except us. Well, now that you, you mentioned know, that, it's you know, in talking to some of my relatives that have uh, that's older than I am, you know, because my questions to them was, you know, how come you didn't have these discussions with your people back in Texas, our people? Oh, they didn't allow us to talk to them. You didn't get into grown folks' conversations. You just didn't do that. And some of the the slave, just like one of my uh, slave great-great-grandfathers, he made sure that he sat down with all 25 of his children and he told them what happened to him when he was a, a slave at eight, at the age of eight and how he was sold on the auction block in North Carolina and him and all of his uh, eight brothers and sisters and and all of them were sold away from their mother and father. Their mother and father standing right there looking at their children being sold and then they were sold and he was brought down into texas and the uh, slave owner in texas last name was turner purchased him to come and be a playmate to his young son white son and and he made sure that he told this story and then my aunt his daughter which just died last november actually who was actually the son of a slave, I mean, the daughter of a slave, actually wrote a book on this. And I have this this book um, right here. And I wish I had the digital version because I sure would put it up on um, T25CL for digital downloads. But uh, she wrote a story. He told her. Now, I can switch over to another side, my father's side, where my great-great-grandfather there didn't talk at all. They don't know anything. It's just <clears throat> riddled in speculation. Did he uh, come from Tennessee? We find records that he may have come from Tennessee. He may have come from Louisiana. He, we know that he was in East Texas when he died on a on a cattle drive. And then for some reason he was buried in a white cemetery. And that's a big question to this very day as well. And so some families talked and some didn't. And then when you get into like the Alex Haley situation and mm-hmm. how uh, they communicated about Kunta, Kunta Kente, the old African, there was some degree of communication there. But on the most part, what I'm hearing nowadays that our relatives, aunts, uncles, grandfathers, grandmothers did not talk about that era. I have my suspicions why 
but they didn't share this information with their children. And then the, a lot of times on the way the children can find out is do some ear hustling in, in mm-hmm. these conversations. It, no, I agree so, with you on yeah. uh, You know, I knew my grandfather, you know, he died when I was like six years old. He was 107 years old, and I don't think I ever had him, heard him say more than uh, 30 words in, his, in the whole life, you know. I mean, I would walk with him and stuff. We'd walk around, you know, when we get sent to the farm in the summertime. And I'd walk around with him, but he didn't do no talking. And, uh, no. and my grandmother, they felt like it was their job to not let us talk him to death. And, you know, you know how young kids are always asking questions. And she was, they would always say, leave your grandfather alone. But my grandmother was in slavery, too, on my father's side. You know, mm-hmm. because when my grandfather was freed, I think he was about 30-some years old at that time. You know, well, so. do you feel like like um, a man, if you're stripped of your manhood, and then one of the ways that they would strip us of our manhood is do it to us in front of our wife. They would bring you down in front of your wife. Sometimes they would take your wife and and take her to the barn and have the, do they wait with her and and yeah. then let her go back to you and now you keep on working there, girl. You got something to say? And, yeah. well, and you know, can you even, imagine even, being under those type of constraints, man? I, I can I can certainly imagine that because one of the things that uh, as as a child you notice is tones and 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 the way people communicate with you. This is how we learn how to communicate. And I remember times when we used to be in the state of Virginia and when black people were out shopping, going into stores and stuff, mm-hmm. people would talk to them any kind of way, even though they were spending their money. I remember that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, if you went in a store and they tell you, you better keep your kids uh, uh, quiet or we're putting you out of here. You know, they would talk to them like they weren't really human. And, I guess we always wonder why are they letting these people talk to them like that, but then we were too young to understand what was actually going on, and we didn't spend enough time right now to be aware of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can yeah. certainly, you know, understand why, you know, and uh, somebody who had that experience would not want to readily talk about it, depending on their right. psychological. You got to understand that, there's a certain amount of damage that's done to people psychologically when they have to go through that process. And so it might be something, it might be something they want to put behind, but they might've thought they was doing us a favor. You know, I don't want to talk about this. That is over. That's history. But they didn't understand that, that uh, this stuff was going to go on into the future. For what, for a lot of people, you take like when Lincoln was supposedly freed the slaves, but they thought they were free. But we know there was another 100 years of Jim Crow and continued slavery because when most of those slaves were free, let's not forget one thing. What was they going to do? You had nothing. You had nowhere to go. You probably had four or five kids or whatever. So you didn't have transportation to get on a trailway bus to ride it. That was when in the 50s, the late 50s and early 60s, when the Freedom Ride uh, that ain't been that long ago, 1950, 1960. Yeah. 
Yeah. People yeah. are still being transported out of the South who couldn't afford to leave there when the slaves were free. You know, mm. so uh, people want to make it sound like it was a long time ago. Slavery existed in this country up until 1960 for a lot of people. Yeah. People who were on those plantations who could not go anywhere, had no ability to go there. And then they became sharecroppers. You know what sharecropping is, yeah. where you stay on the land and you work, and they tell you if you make a profit, they're going to give you some money. But every year they always said they was in the they, old. They, yeah, they so never, never made, made money. no money. Never made money. Yeah. Yeah. And I read an article back in the early 90s, man, where his sister escaped slavery in, um, I think it was either Louisiana or Mississippi in 1990. You can go back far off in those woods and Louisiana, Mississippi. Uh oh, let me mute Lady Roz out. Okay. Sister Raj, you got a whole lot of noise jumping off over there. Okay. Um, some You go way off in some of them woods back in Louisiana, Mississippi, man, you ain't coming out. And, exactly. And, 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 and people don't realize that the same stuff exists. In other words, the behavior of the people who have been brought up in that environment don't know. It's like Harry Tugman said. There are people who don't know that they're slaves, but they can't go anywhere. They have no ability of freedom of movement, and they don't have any voice in the community by which they live. If you live in a community and you don't have any voice in it, that you're living under somebody else's rule, then for all intents and purposes, you're still actually in slavery. It may be psychological, but it's still slavery. Well, this is not, that's a good point. Because what if you're born into slavery? That's all you know. How how can you know anything else? But that that's the way it is. You don't know that, anything. That's the way it is. And I think that's part of the reason why those people that experienced some of that horrific abuse didn't want to talk about it after they thought it was over. And a lot of people, I remember, I, I hear my grandfather him talk about. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, that people be singing about Abraham Lincoln like he was God. But the people never got free. They never got free. They signed the bill just like they signed bills now, and they don't implement them. The 40 acres of the mule, it never happened. Yeah. You know, but it, 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 they didn't take, what is this, 2019? Well, if it took so long to, for them to pay reparations to the slaves, why did it, why didn't it take that long for them to pay reparations to the slave owners? They were immediately compensated for yeah. losing the free labor. For, for losing the yeah yeah they were yeah well well let me ask you this question doc and this is a theoretical question of course because actually Lincoln did not want to end slavery he had to. Well, because it he was dividing the country economically. And when he and brought the that, big six in, he said, Poli- look, I don't politics. Go ahead. There was politics involved with that. Pressure was being put on him by the Democrats. I think one of them, they had a majority in Congress. And, 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 and so 
the pressure was being put on that they were afraid they were going to lose the election. Yeah, it, it, it was all politics and economics. And Lincoln, he brought them together and said, look, I don't want to free y'all. It's just that, looky here, but if I got to do it. And But looky here, you'll never get freedom, justice, equality in this country. And so the best thing for you to do, we'll have some boats ready on the East Coast. That was, and that and was y'all can go on back to Africa. And then, yeah, uh, that's what uh, you to do. yeah, Frederick Douglass said, no, sir, Master, uh, this land is as much ours as it is yours, and we're going to stay right here. And Lincoln told him, we ain't going to never give you freedom, justice, and equality here in America. That ain't going to happen. And, and well, so, but we'll, we'll deal with it. So, but here's my question. Here's, here's where I'm going with this. Yeah. How long could that have gone if if they said to hell with this we're just gonna keep slavery intact i wonder how long could that have gone do you think it would have gone past the 1900s when you still had slavery or do you feel that it still may have ended in the 70s 1870s 1880s and uh it is possible it could have kept going up until 2000 probably well, it could have, you know, depending on the political uh, uh, scenario, because the one thing about these two sides, these this whole political arena, is that it's like the Democrats and the Republicans. doesn't matter who's in the White House. Nobody does anything about our situation. You understand? That's so correct. still had those opposing groups, and they would do whatever they needed to do to win. It doesn't necessarily mean they were trying to win for our benefit, but for whatever purpose they had in mind. Mm-hmm. For power, you know, and so we were just a pawn on the on the on the on the on the uh, chessboard. That's all we were. That's all we've ever been in the in the political scenario, which is why I tell people all the time. They say, "Well, no, you got to participate. You got to participate." Yeah, but nothing ever happens. Nothing ever happens for the benefit or to or to give us the opportunity to govern ourselves. People are afraid of that. They are scared to death. They don't want people having the freedom of thought, the freedom of expression, because if people have those things, you can no longer control them with your uh, political scenarios that you create. They have people running around fighting against each other. You got the LVT fighting against the blacks, the blacks fighting against the Mexicans, the blacks don't accept this. You know, we are here fighting over stuff that none of us should be fighting over. We should be demanding equal treatment for every single living human being on the planet and leave it at, leave it at that. But see, when you get caught up in all those political scenarios, you know, they divide you up because they tell yeah. this group of against, well, we're going to give you so much money. It's just like during the, during the 60s. And Malcolm was talking about Martinem. And Martinem did sell out to agree, to a degree, because they accepted those so-called government program funding. You come in a city like, say, Oakland, and you give them $6 million to clean up the whole Oakland. It can't happen. You understand? But see, Martinem was up there advocating for this stuff, and that's why you had these so-called anti-poverty programs. 
they gave enough money to say we gave money and those people didn't do nothing with it. Mm-hmm. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So they mm. never was going to give you enough to really correct your problem. It was enough to appease the, and, and, and keep a certain amount of support from those so-called liberal-minded people that we're doing everything. These people just don't want to help themselves. Yeah. So we have got to move beyond that, and that's why I think that uh, T25 and any other medium that we can excise and, and interact with to bring the true message to the people that the only thing that they fear, they fear us coming together. Yes, that, that is. Who we yeah. are. And, yeah. if, and if we can get enough of information out there and influence enough people to that kind of thinking, at that point, we will start to, to realize some of the stuff that our people have been fighting and dying for for the last five or 600 years. So that's where it's at. But doesn't this sort of also feed into my uh, argument that no matter what, and especially it comes to the family structure and the family construct, when things are put into your hands, and brothers and sisters, inheritances and things, you can still be, you're not going to switch from being ignorant to smart right. overnight. That ain't going to happen, but you have to be cognizant enough not to destroy in the process when you're going through this transition. Exactly. And, and see, and that's what the point of it is, see, is because of the miseducated and they're super educated, the ones who graduated from Harvard and Cal and all these places that they're supposed to be leading us. Now, I was at the, at the University of Kentucky about 10, 12 years ago for a black family conference. And we had all these super educated people up there. And the one thing that I learned, the reason why we are where we are today, these people make the most rambunctious speeches. They can articulate a message till it make it sound good to a rat. You understand what I'm talking about? And people left there hyped up, hyped up. Oh, man, I'm going back to my community, and I'm going to fight for change, and I'm going to change the direction by which we are heading. And I'm telling you, after I left them up there, I must have had about three or 400 phone numbers and emails. Only brother that I kept with stayed in contact with was a brother who was up at the Boston University. Uh, me and him used to connect all the time because he's the man, you know, when we get back, we are going to revive our Malcolm's uh, organization, the Organization for African-American Unity. And um, out of all those thousands of people that were up there, one or two, three people would even respond to your email or respond to your telephone call. And they were sitting up there breaking bread with you, sitting across the table from you, uh, making these wonderful speeches and talking about how wonderful it was for us all to come together and sit down in brotherhood and get up and go back to their immediate places where they're out there on their college campuses teaching that rubbish to their people that they know is a lie. We had mm-hmm. almost every professor from every university up there. You know, from uh, are you familiar with Akeem, right? Matabuti. Akeem Matabuti. Did you have him on a on a show one time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, these guys, uh, 
these guys were up there. I think he teaches at the University of Florida. And that was uh, uh, Matabuti. He teaches up at the University of Illinois. You know, mm -hmm. we had guys from everywhere. We, we even had some people from the University of Timbuktu in Africa. I'm serious, mm -hmm. man. You, in fact, one of the things I'm going to do, and we are going to start a PR campaign on it because I'm looking at uh, Black History Month, and I think it's a prime time to do it. We're trying to see if we can get a venue in Oakland that will hold at least 1,000 people where we can do workshops all day because it's the same kind of event that took place up at the University of Louisville. Thousands of people showed up up there for that. We had standing room only in the, in the uh, we had groups going all day, educational groups, but also we had it connected up to the university so people, anybody who attended could get college credits for it. And so why, why not have it on the college campus at one of the JCs like Laney or Merritt? We could do that. In fact, Phyllis is now looking for places uh, that's big enough to have, where we can have, you know, eight or ten workshops going on, and we need a, uh, an auditorium for, you know, the the final wrap up when everybody can come into the auditorium and they can hear the different keynote speakers that we're going to get. And I've talked about three mm -hmm. or four of those people that are ready to go. So, but I'm giving ourselves time. I think about February, if we can secure a, a venue by the middle of next month, then we can start moving ahead on this process. All right. Okay, let me go into commercial break, and then because uh, we got the hurricane herself waiting to come on. All right, this is uh, T25CL Entertainment Galaxy Talk Radio, United We Stand. Uh, check out our website at www.t25cl.com and check out our music artists. Check out their 30-second uh, little sound clip of all their music. Uh, look at uh, our Galaxy Talk shows that we have here and, and tune in, support our shows. We have uh, just a few movies there. Uh, just check them out because you can see the type of work that we do in, in film production with the Kev Choice concert and also with uh, United We Stand, of course. And you have Dr. Kwaku's book there as well, uh, Whiteout. It is there for digital downloads and also listen to our 24-hour, seven-day-a-week music radio station. You'll hear jazz, R&B, gospel, hip-hop, all kinds of great music with people that you know and also upcoming artists as well. A lot of we've had here on our Galaxy Talk shows, but check out T25CL and let's end this black-on-black -black corporate crime. Go to T25CL and download uh, either anybody's music. Download Rosal's music if you want. Check out United We Stand if you want. Look at uh, the Kev Choice. Hit Kweku's uh, uh, book as well. And when you do these sort of things, it's, you're supporting black-owned business, which is the main thing. And, and, and we're just going to keep throwing it out there until this company falls apart. Is let's end uh, black on black corporate crime here in in this country, and let's just start with black owned business. If it's not T two five CL, you're going to support. Go out today and buy something from some other uh, black owned business as as well. Just support our businesses, and so we don't have to go out here and get these gangster loans or or sell out to gangster investors or whomever, but just support 
black on black business because we know you're going to get out here and support somebody else. Yeah, some of you going to go out today and go to Chinatown and get you a bowl of rice and some noodles or something today. You're going to support them. And and so we, what you're going to do for a black home, but just spend $10, 10 little dollars. Don't go out today and, and buy you a bottle of Ripple and some Mad Dog 50-50. Just, hey, I'm going to go to T25C all day. I'm going to keep my head on straight. And man, I'm not going to go out here and walk in an old tree today drinking some Ripple and Mad Dog 50 I'm going to go over here and, and, and download Rosalind's CD. I'm going to go over here and watch United We Stand. I'm going to hit Quaku's book. I'm going to check out Cleveland Jones, Five Tempting Men. Also, I'm going to kick back and throw some barbecue in the pit and listen to T25CO radio. Man, I'm going to kick it today while I'm mowing my grass, while I'm painting my house. I'm going to listen to T25CO radio, the greatest radio show that's happening out there. And so I'm going to support black-owned business. This is the business I'm going to support today is T25CL Entertainment. So check us out. Check out our shows. We got some dynamic things coming up. And uh, like I said, my next show that's going to be in a couple of weeks is going to be geared towards uh, reparations. So let's go to the board. Let's go with the hurricane earthquake and tornado that has overslept today and is joining this late. But when even when she wakes up, she wakes up with a big noise. Let's welcome the T25CL Entertainment Galaxy Talk Radio United. We stand. Gina Marie Mudbone Jackson. What's happening, Bone? Go ahead. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, what am I, you know, my friend, her mother passed this morning, so I totally forgot about the show. I got sidetracked. Mm. Sorry about mm. that. So what were you guys talking about? Give me, give me the uh, fast version. Then I have something to say about the call-in number. Oh, okay. Well, we were actually uh, picking up where we left off last week. And all the great input that you put in last week, you you were on point last week. You were, you were on to something. And uh, listen to the replay. Listen to the replay. Yeah, because it was a very <laughs> dynamic presentation. You even surprised me last week. Oh, and well, thank so, you. Um, it's 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 we still we're just going to sort of like part two from last week where we were about the implosion of the. Uh, black family in in America, and especially when mothers and fathers die off, and the siblings are uh, in inherited mm. property and money. I remember and now. Then, yeah. yeah, and then that's when all hell breaks loose. Now you start finding the, the uh, divorces of of brothers and sisters because all kinds of of mess starts coming out, and and I'm hearing various cases uh, of this stuff that that is happening right now and there's so much similarity and commonalities in all this stuff and a lot of it evolves around money and property how money is being abused how property is being abused mm -hmm. and then uh, dr kwaku and myself we we were talking about this then we talked about the reparations going to get a sister coming on from LA in the next couple of weeks. We're going to be talking about reparations. And so, um, so we went all the way back to the plantation back to the now and no matter what is happening out there, the, what kind of rules and laws that prohibit us from advancing 
but we still need to correct ourselves from in from in in inside i mean if you got a jacked up house inside with some misfit brothers and sisters can that be corrected internally regardless of what the situation may be outside of those doors and especially as it pertains to property and monies and so forth can now you straighten your head up now and, and don't lose everything you have because your own internal stupidity yeah that's that's that emotional piece of it you know i mean it hasn't been that long since the deaths have well the death has happened but it would take a neutral party i mean some of the cases that i've studied i mean these people have big huge properties you know they they, they really have to go on retreats and they actually you know, actually they bring a medical team too because it's just that that emotional and that high strung these people are still living planning their estates um and in certain in our situations then i'm going to speak for myself and i'll just put it out there i went to school for the personal financial planning the estate piece is a component of what i learned but i knew that i was lacking in our community we don't sit down and talk about death because it's you know taboo but you're gonna die like i said i got thrown off this morning my friend had to fly out her mother's gone so you know things like that happen it's something it's a reality i have to face too but I've tried to talk to people. I've tried to gear them because I don't have a license to do it, but I can make some suggestions. Um, you know, take care of this now. Lay, make sure it's laid out so that all you have to do is pick up the pieces of paper and, and go on. Talk with that person. Get get over the get over the the bridge. The where, where we do, at the get over the bridge of disconnect. At the end of the day, this is business. You've built a legacy for yourself. Why not let the legacy skip the dysfunction that you're talking about now, Dre, and go on down to the more brilliant ones maybe that have gone to college and can make some sense of family dynamic combined with estate planning combined as my future. That's the that's problem. That's where we're right ignorant, there. and that's where I'm like, you know what, whatever. If I went back and got a master's degree, I flushed that thing down. I told you, it ain't even, sometimes it's not even worth me answering my opening my mouth because the ignorance I – I hear, and I'm like, I wonder if my white counterpart deals with this. Probably not, because they deal with high-end people that have money. And mm-hmm. it's later for the BS. It's time to – it's business after death. Bottom but they prepare themselves. The, the white parents, Jewish parents, Chinese parents, they pre- even the Mexicans got enough sense to do that, to prepare their children for the future. This is why they build generational wealth. This is why the Rockefellers have succeeded. This is why exactly. the Rothschilds have succeeded. They build generational wealth. Why are you seeing them damn idiots over in England right now inbred with each other? They keep that crap inside and they prepare their children to be uh, kings and queens. The next, you already predetermined who the next king and queen. They, and they prep you up to, to do that crap. And look at the Bush family. I mean, as much as misfits as they are, but they... They they prepared those children to come in and 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 take over. They preparing to be governors and 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 presidents. That's why those bushes they don't lose elections. They they train them and 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 prepare them. The Rothschilds believe in making babies all over the place, and so that they can put them all in strategic positions. 
what's what's happening right now but in Wyoming uh, uh, this weekend in Jackson Hole. You got all the power people, all the money is in Jackson Hole, Wyoming right now. They're wrapping up today. Why is it in Jackson Hole, Wyoming? You might say, why do they go to Jackson Hole, Wyoming on an annual basis to have these global financial discussions? Well, maybe because the little place that they have it is right next to uh, what's the name of that Yogi Bear Park up there? Well, I mean, Yellowstone Park, Jellystone Park. Who, and, who, <laughs> and, and, and who is part owner in that park? Rockefeller is on the, one of the only national parks in this country that's partially owned by a private citizen is Rockefeller. And Jackson Hole, Wyoming is right next to the park. And then they just go over to the park to do the satanic ritual, child sacrifice, boning some little kid in the behind and all that kind of shit. And this is why they do it in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And, and so, but they still prepare. That's why they come out here to the uh, Bohemian Grove up here off of 101 as a continuation of who's going to uh, uh, rule the world, and then they get into the tent and do the asshole boning and all that shit. And then they go over to Europe to the Bilderbergers Conference and and and, and make determinations. That's what is determined who's going to be the next president and who's going to be, who's going to hold power all over the world. They do that at the Bilderberger Conference. And now here we go back here to the little plantation Negroes. They inherited a house, an apartment building, and a little cash, and they don't know what the shit to do. And so, therefore, you got the white folks on the outside just sitting there waiting and just watching these ignorant-ass Negroes act a fucking fool and going to sit up here and just going to end up getting it all in, in just a matter of months or within side of a year. It's our own internal ignorance okay and then, and then, they don't then I, have to do it to us anymore it's all internal go ahead uh, okay and then based on the, the um the acquisition of the property when you're signing those papers they're assessing you then whether you're going to fail or succeed this this statistics already in the books on how much mm-hmm. failure you turn around and you give the shit right back to the man that's below the line to me ignorance Yep. Is you sign those, you go sign it by, you go sign the papers with the white man. You dance down the street and get your house, and you let your family, excuse my French, fuck up your legacy and turn around and give it back to the same MS that you get, that 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 you got the keys from. Because when they come to get it, they come to get it. They don't care about the dynamics. They don't care what happens. It's like oh, there go some more ignorant ones, yep. and then plantation fed ones that we counted on losing it. So we can come back and sell it all over again, take it, take the land, refurbish the building, sell it again, put my people in it, fuck them. I can't stand that stuff. I don't speak on it. I studied it, and it made my skin crawl in class, and it still makes my skin crawl because I see it every day. I hear about it. It's just sheer dumbness. Yeah. Sorry, that's right. just the way it is. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Doc. You got to write me a prescription on this one, man. This one is a little close to home for me, so you 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 got to give me something for this headache, Doc. Brother, you know that's still the same thing that we used to say in the sixties: "See your mind and your ass will follow." Not we yeah. Have, we have got to move past 
all of the educational, I don't call it education, all of the indoctrination. And that means that you've got to go back to the drawing board. We don't want to go back there because some of us think we're so smart and so intelligent and so educated that we're going to educate our way to freedom. Well, they're a lot smarter than you. and They didn't educate themselves to freedom. The only true education is when one controls all of the entities that involves his or her community. That means you have to control the politics, you control the police, you control the money, you control the banks, you control everything. If you don't control those things, all you're doing is working for somebody else. You're working for somebody else. We have to educate our people. That's why we have to. Uh, people, uh, I applaud people who take their kids out of public school. They should burn them down, destroy them. <laughs> Because they have no purpose except to train some new, some new slaves. And I'm not talking about just black, but black, white, brown, green, whatever mm-hmm. color they are. All they're doing is training people to be slaves to this system. And until we start to teach that on a, on a magnitude that where it's out there in this sphere every day that people are hearing, you know, they're complaining about their condition. But there's nobody telling them how to overcome that position. The way you overcome it is to get more money, to move in a bigger house, to move in this community, go to this college. We got to go back to ground zero, brother. That's mm. the description, brother. Go back you, to you ground know what? zero. To me, I think yes, it's, and when he says go back to ground zero, you have to learn how to live. When you learn how to live, you can think. Right yeah. now you're surviving and you're getting caught up in these little pockets of systematic BS. And when you do that, you're done. Carry cash. Forget their plastic. Last night I was watching, oh, the Apple card. You know, you got to get a little carrying case for it because it will scratch up. That plays with your mind. Now, now you're in a status thing. You know, let me me whip out my my Apple card. Your Apple card will have you bankrupt. That's what Mm. will happen. But until you get out of that systematic cycle of BS that the world plays on you. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go into it, but, you know, my friends are, oh, Epstein, no, 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 Epstein, Epstein somewhere enjoying his money, okay, mm-hmm. or enjoying the fruits of some land, but you were set up to the day he was, he was gone. Mm-hmm. I just watched the media and then that, let's keep you going, let's keep this little pocket going, because, you know, we got to keep your mind effed up, taken taken from you. You've given your mind over to propaganda, false propaganda on TV. I better be quiet for people knocking at my door and all of a sudden I disappear. <laughs> but well, I've, I've but it's the same thing that you're saying, Doc. It's, it's the same thing. It's just, it's just go back to the basics and remember that the basics worked. Because back yeah. there when they, were singing, when they were singing the Negro hymns and picking cotton, they still made things work. And they had no plastic card. They had no Apple card. Right. You know what? Where do you Our think people got to come from. Where do you think the Rosewood come from? Where do you think the 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 Wall Street up in uh, St. Louis came from? It was from those people who knew that they had to control all of the things within the framework that they come in contact with daily. That's right. where it comes from. And until we get back to that kind of thinking, you will always be working for somebody, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, or whoever happens to be the, the major players in the, in the world today. Mm-hmm. But, uh, 
I've got to go, uh, brother. Uh, you too, sister. Both of you guys have a blessed day. Hotel. I love Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, I'll see you guys you next too. week. Okay. Oh, okay, right, Doc. Also, done. give me a tune in. Let me know what's up on that other situation. All right. Wait a minute. I didn't run you oh. off the phone, did I? <laughs> no, no. I'll be in. I'll be in town Monday. I'll stop by. Dude, okay. got on. He's getting off. <laughs> hey, Dre. Yes, sir. Dre, I'll be in town Monday. I'm gonna stop by and see you. Okay. Okay. Give Give me a holler. All right. Hotel. Okay. Hotel. 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 Let's see, we got yeah. another we have another caller here. RW. Welcome to T two Five Sail Entertainment, Gallant Talk Radio, United We Stand. What's your name? Where are you calling from? <laughs> Come on, RW. All right, I guess we got a listener there. Okay, so let me tell you something about the phone number when you dial in. I, I want you okay. to be a, a pub, publicly known. So when I call you on on my um, landline, someone has, has jacked the number for this show. This is the second week that this has happened. They've jacked the number, so when I call in, I hear the beep, and I get forwarded into nothing. So how it becomes annoying, because you know I can do that. I, I can be the most annoying person on the planet for whoever's out, out there doing this, is I'm going to he- keep hitting the redial button for mm-hmm. you to unask the line, and that's what happened because I called you on another line can't mess with that because that one's carrier-driven. But this one here is a landline. So I kept hitting the redial, 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 so finally she said talk to you. But I can hear the pause, and then the, the number is forwarded out into oblivion. So there's someone that's watching this, sh- I mean, listening to this show and doing yeah, yeah. stuff that they don't have any business doing. Oh, yeah, I already know. I already know that they're checking me out. Boom. Yeah, they that, are. That's the reason why there's over 1,000 downloads of my show. Uh, and so not only are they listening, they're downloading it as well. So the world is listening to Galaxy Chief. So those of you who are out there listening to me, I tell it like it is. And so support us here at T25 Sales Entertainment and go to our website and download some. Yeah, but don't stuff. sabotage other people listening. But don't um, sabotage other people listening. But we're more than happy to have you listen in. And so, you know, we know that we got our friends, we got our enemies, and I know that they don't like Galaxy Chief because Galaxy Chief is talking some serious stuff and he knows what he's talking about. He only speaks the truth. And so, but it's all good. But everything's going to manifest itself in due time anyway. It's, mm-hmm. it's all it's all getting ready to come to the light of what's going on in, in the world. And all we want is freedom, justice, and equality for our people here in America and in Africa. And so we here at United We Stand, and that's what it's all about. It's in our movie, United We Stand. And, and, and so that's why it's getting picked up for global distribution right now. It's going to get ready to be seen all over the world because the message is very, very powerful. I thought I was going to be able to make an announcement today, but I got to wait to the next show. But it's coming out worldwide, united, we stand. So oh, you know what, too? Oh. Go ahead. When I, call, when I call on the other number, um, I have a, a, a FYI out there. When I call on the other number, I have a, a protection for, for incoming and outgoing calls. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, somebody from uh, with a different name, came immediately to look at my profile, but there's nothing there. There's nothing there mm. with a bunch you know, you, you'll get blocked in a heartbeat. Mm. But anyway, I'm just letting you know that, that, that there's some stuff going on with, with the line. For, 
I'm calling when I call from the landline. I have a hard time. This past yeah, two weeks. It's, yeah, it's it's a lot of crazy stuff going on right now. I don't know if it's these uh, uh, chemtrails that's making people uh, losing their damn mind. Uh, well, you know what I noticed in the offices, uh, right? I thought about that. This in, in the office, everybody had their asthma inhalers out, including me. Mm. Couldn't breathe. Yep. And, and 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 it and, and a lot of stuff comes from the chemtrails. I haven't been seeing a lot of them lately. I heard that they're being shut down, but uh, those chemtrails are no jokes. And then mm-hmm. also, you know, from a galactic standpoint, how uh, we are transitioning into the fifth dimension, and all of that kind of stuff. It um, really messes with the vibrational frequency of the planet. And if you are not tuned in to this frequency, this stuff can start having an effect. And this is why just seeing this crazy stuff happening more and more and more these days. It's, it's, it's I mean, I've been, I was getting harassed by uh, some homeless relative that I don't even know. And in, to the extent that I had to block her number because it became a point of harassment. That's and, crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this this girl was crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't know her if she came to my door right now. But she started, you know, one is being annoying. There's a difference of being annoying. But then when it gets into a situation of harassment, then, oh, no, you got to go. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And so and so it's it's getting down to the point that whereas our people are so damn destroyed, it's, uh, I mean, your relative, and you, you got something going on in the background. For me? Yeah, I hear a television or something. It's coming. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I had to walk up on it. Go ahead. Anyway, I'm out. I'm out of the TV. I have some water now. The water's off. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. And the mute right. button. Yeah, it's 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 just like relatives are not impervious to this mess, and and so it's just getting down to the point now. People are going crazy, and I'm telling you, I'm experiencing this stuff myself. I'm not bringing out names or anything but but those who may be listening to one of the guilty parties you you know who you are and but it's still not too late to straighten your hand you can still oh, I forgot about that yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and, serves you no purpose to eavesdrop and just come out with it right man, straighten up speak your I truth mean, and, 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 oh, you still got something jumping off in the background. No, I don't. Mm. All right. So that's why I just want to do a part two of the show that we did last week because I'm hearing more and more of this as it's happening to other families. The dynamics, some of them are the same. Some of them are a little bit different. It's But it's just pure out and out craziness 
that's happening right now. I haven't even talked about world issues. I haven't even talked about Trump wanting to buy Greenland. Uh, the fire that's down in Brazil. That's some major, major stuff about the, the fire that's jumping off in the in the Brazilian forest right now. Because that Brazilian forest provides the oxygen level for the high, entire damn planet. But they had been talking about doing some real estate development projects down there in that forest area. So now you see why the place is on fire because they're cleaning out the land because now they want to do development projects. Greenland. When Trump came out this week talking about he wants to buy Greenland, and everybody's laughing at him. But Greenland has a lot of riches now. There's a lot of minerals there. There's there's oil there. So there's a reason why Trump wants that place. And if you look at a map, Greenland is bigger than the United States. It's damn near twice the size of the United States. And it's up mm, there in oh, the wow. Arctic. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of indigenous people there, but it's owned by Denmark, and the president of Denmark told Trump to piss up a rope. And so, um, but there's a reason why they want to buy Greenland, because Greenland, it's got some stuff jumping off there that, that they want. So, there's a lot happening in the world. All the big news is uh, the world went off the fiat currency yesterday. Nobody knows it. It's not on the news. But what happened? Now, the world went off the fiat currency yesterday. This whole fiat system, they can't make uh, uh, currency anymore, just go out and arbitrarily print it. Why do you think that Trump has been dumping on the, the uh, head of the Federal Reserve, calling him a stupid idiot and everything? He's and he's got to go. The Federal Reserve has got to go. The IRS should be gone by end of next month. Totally gone, because they're going to a, a gold system. And uh, uh, what's his name? That General Mad Dog Mattis came on a radio show yesterday. So this is no secret. So I can talk about it. I heard him on YouTube myself. Yeah, he went and got paid yesterday and. And this is why on, uh, what was it, Thursday or Friday when the four jet planes flew over the Hudson River? That was the symbolic of the four horsemen and letting the world know that the planet is now free now from the Rothschild and the Rockefeller rule and the Anunnaki's and all the other evil constructs. And now you can switch over to an entire global um, gold system which is the inclusive, which is inclusive of 209 nations throughout the world, going back to the gold standard that Nixon uh, took us off of in 1971. So wait a minute, are you serious? Oh yeah, all this just happened. And wow, go, that's a lot. You're not going to see this on your local local news, and so. Um, Wait a minute, they actually took they actually stripped some power from the Rothschilds. Are you serious? Oh, that's been in the makings. Been in the makings. Wow. And why do you and, but look at the timing of all this. Those four planes flying over the Hudson. It, that was symbolic. The meeting in Jackson Hole this today. It ends today. That that's signifying the release of all this. That's a world change. That's why they're meeting. Also the G seven. 
is meeting today. Trump wants it to be G8 because he wants Russia back in. They're meeting today. Think about this, Bone. Jackson Hole ends the day. G7 starts the day. The, the fiat system ended yesterday. So it's called so, the fiat system? Yeah, that's the, the fiat system in this country, when they talk about the $20 trillion in debt, because they, it, what happened was in this country, uh, you know, when you do your taxes and if you owe a tax bill, you pay it to the IRS. The IRS sends it over to the Queen of England, all your tax money, they send it there. Then the Queen sends it to the Vatican, the Vatican to the Rothschilds, and the Rothschilds turn around and loans it to every central bank in the, in the world. And the Central Bank of the United States is the Federal Reserve. They would loan it to the Federal Reserve at an interest rate, and then they would loan it back to you. Your tax dollars was loaned back to you. This is why they say that, oh, we got a $20 trillion deficit. You owed the deficit back to the Rothschild construct because they took your tax money and then loaned it right back to you. There's a lot happening, boom. There's a lot happening. This is why they're listening to my show. This is why they don't want you calling in here. Oh, yeah, they, they they try to block it. I mean, I had to dial you about 15 times. I'm like, no problem. I like hitting the redial key. It can be quite annoying. I told them several weeks ago I wasn't even going to talk about their bullshit anymore. It, it's, it's, it gave up on it, so I just switched it back to entertainment and the black family, how the black family so damn jacked up. And so, uh, but this change that happened yesterday, I just had to bring it out today. So there it is. Yeah, I'm gonna look into that. I got you know a lot of stuff to do on my laptop anyway. I gotta get some nice paperwork done for their taxes in October. But um, you know, here's what I want you to do when you get off the phone today. Hmm. Go go to YouTube and pull up Able Danger. Wait, 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 wait. Let me let me get my let me get my notes here because I forget when I get off the phone. I got a 2.5. Your old human that I have to figure out how way I'm gonna um, detox her from going to school. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I just this ignorance can't be carried forward. There has to be another way. Mm-hmm. Just a minute. Hold on a minute. Just a minute. Just, just give me the, give it here. Go sit down and wait. Okay. Two point five. Okay. So it's called what now? Able, Able bank. Yeah, that's one word. And Able like, bank. Danger. D a n g e r. Oh, okay. This recording came on uh, Thursday, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Now, when you pull it up, I want you to fast forward to 30 minutes and just listen when uh, General Mattis calls in. Is it really him? Fast forward 30 minutes, okay. What is he talking about? He made his, his riches or what? Bone. Is it a warning for us? or is, is, is Bone. He, is he, hmm. you, I gave you the information. All right, fine. All right. Got to wrap it up today. I've ruined your Saturday enough as it is. Mine's not ruined. I'm cool. You're cool, Bone? All right. No, I just gotta find me another um, plant, uh, mini plantation to go to, so I can pay, pay my bills. 
I mean, you know, it's funny just to, and I'm in the world of money, okay? So I just sit there and, and like, okay, well, this is how y'all do this. <laughs> That's all, right, all I do. Yeah, you won't have to look far for very long. Just hold on. And uh, but now we got to wrap it up. I got to do some things today myself, too, Bo. And so, but um, I'll, I'll holler at you this afternoon. Okay. So let's wrap so, it up yeah. today. And um, uh, thanks for listening to the show today. We'll be back on in two weeks. And uh, we're going to come back on with Patricia Moore. And we're going to talk about reparations. <laughs> and so um, let's wrap it up for the day. It's been good. I want everybody to have a, a nice week, whatever your endeavors are, and holiday weekend, go fishing, or whatever you're going to be doing. And uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Right back here, same time, same channel. Otep and Assalamu alaikum. All righty. Okay. Two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.